You're listening to the Ausleisure Podcast Network. For more details, go to www.ausleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the ausleisure.com.au Beginner's Guide to Microsoft Windows Vista. In this episode we're going to be looking very quickly at what you see when you log into Vista for the first time. We're going to be talking about the desktop and what it does, the taskbar at the bottom of the screen and how application or program windows generally look and how you can control them. So let's get started straight away by discussing what the desktop is. Now your screen may look very slightly different to mine but uh, in essence they're all pretty much the same you just may have different colors or whatever. The desktop is the part at the top of the screen here goes from the very top of the screen down to the top of the bar at the bottom and goes all the way across from left to right of the screen. It's a place where you can store shortcuts to programs and documents. That's pretty much all it is really. It's very simple. The desktop is always running so if you've got shortcuts and things that are on there you can always get back to them very quickly. And we'll talk about how to do that in a little while. You can customize your desktop as uh, pretty much as, as much as you like. Different colors, different pictures etc etc and that's something that we'll be looking at in the next episode but uh, at the moment we'll just realize that the desktop is always there always in the background so you may have uh, windows and programs and documents open in front of it so you may not be able to always see it but it is always there and you can always get back to it and it's a place where you can store shortcuts to programs and documents the main thing we want to talk about today is actually the taskbar which lives at the bottom of the screen here uh, it is actually possible to move it to the left the top or the right but uh, for the most part it lives at the bottom. The taskbar itself is split up into, into f uh, four main sections. On the far left here we have the start button. Right next to the start button are a bunch of icons which live in what is called the quick launch area. From there on where we've got a big blank space at the moment is what's called the taskbar itself and this will hold icons that indicate which programs and documents etc are open and we'll, we'll show a demonstration of that in just a little while and over here on the far right hand side is what's called the system tray. System tray holds uh, the time as you can see here and it also holds icons that show basically what the computer is doing without you necessarily being able to see it. Uh, in this instance I've got information here on my sound and my network uh, connection again we'll talk about all of those in future episodes and other warning signs like this this one here says you might want to have a look at the security system and that's because I don't have an antivirus installed on this machine again which is something we're going to cover uh, in later episodes now what we'll do I just want to very quickly talk about the start button access over here so if we click the start button with the left click we'll see the start menu now your start menu may look ever so slightly different to this uh, it rather depends on which version of Windows Vista you're running and how many times you've run it as to what you've seen but uh, in essence I'll try to show you what all of these bits and pieces actually mean and what they do now the, as you can see the, the, uh, the, the menu is split into pretty much two halves a left half and a right half so we'll look at the left half first of all and we'll see that uh, above the line here we've got two programs in this case internet and email and then we've got a bunch of other programs below the line so above the line these are what's called your default programs 
and they are used de default basically means what to do in the event of no other information being available so if for example we take the top one which is internet and its default application is internet explorer as we can see here it says whenever you've got a web page to display the program I want you to use in order to display that web page is Internet Explorer and likewise here with email I've got it currently set to Windows Mail which is the default mail application that comes with Windows Vista it says if you've got something that is to do with email the program I want you to use is Windows Mail so it'll open that and show you whatever it is you're looking at below the line where we've got from Welcome Center here down to Windows Calendar these are either your favorite programs or your most recently used programs or most frequently used programs rather if you have programs that you launch on a regular basis and you want to be able to get to them quickly you can what's called pin them to this start menu and we'll show you how to do that in the next episode when we talk about customizing your environment but uh, so if you don't pin favorite items to here Windows Vista will keep a track of which programs you use most frequently and the more frequently you use them the higher up the list they will go so that's uh, pretty helpful at the very bottom here we've got uh, an item called all programs and that pretty much contains all the programs that are on your machine so if you click on there or if it or just hold over the all programs link the, the whole section will change and this is actually where you start to find programs that are on your machine now you'll notice that at the bottom here we've got a bunch of items from accessories down to startup which all have the same icon now they're folders and we'll talk about those in just a, a few seconds but what we need to to know is that where a program is listed in this case Internet Explorer it has its own icon and that is your way of, dis of distinguishing that this is a program and what you can do to start the program is just to click on it so if we click on Windows Calendar here then the Windows Calendar will pop up there we go okay so it's very easy to launch a program with a single left click so if we close that and we'll have a look back here we'll go back into our all programs so these are all from default programs all the way down to Windows Update these are all program shortcuts at the bottom here accessories through startup these are folders and what they are are groups of programs that are common in theme so for example if we open up accessories we get a another list of programs which are accessory programs but also what we can see at the bottom here is we've actually got more folders so th these are called subfolders of accessories and again these are groups of accessories to a specific task so for example we've got ease of access here we can click that with a single left click and here are our ease of access programs and even down at this level we can just click on one of these programs and it will open up we'll click on the ease of access center here and it will show us the ease of access center we'll get rid of that because we don't want to be talking about that just at the moment the final part on the left hand side of the start menu is this search box now this is really helpful on a brand new innovation in Windows Vista and it basically negates the need to go drilling through your all programs folders to find the program that you want all you need to do is if you know the name of the program you're looking for start typing it start typing the name of it or any part of the name of it into the search box and it will display at the top here 
a list of programs that match. So for example if I start typing the word backup in the box here, I've only got BACU so far but it's already found the two backup items and once again I can just click whichever one I need and it will, it will start that program. So that's pretty much the left hand side of the start menu. On the right hand side we're not really going to be talking about too much of this at the moment because it starts to get into more technical bits and pieces which we'll come on to in later episodes. But for the sake of simplicity we'll say that the first section are shortcuts to various folders on your drive. Now we've got an episode coming up later in the series which talks about managing files and folders so don't worry too much about that just at the moment once you've listened to that episode in a few episodes time these will make a lot more sense than they do at the moment. The only other really important one on here at the moment is control panel and this is something we're going to be looking at in the very next episode and that's a set of tools where you can change how Windows Vista looks and how it works for you. Something that may be helpful for you especially when you're just starting out using the operating system is the help and support section. Uh, that is basically a huge great help file in which you can type in questions get answers and it will point you in the right direction as to how to understand and use something that uh, is completely new to you. At the bottom here we've got uh, two buttons, well, this is actually a little third button but it's really just a menu. Uh, yours will look slightly different to, to this. Here where I have an X you will have something that looks like a traditional power button and that is your shutdown. So if you, whenever you finish with the computer you want to shut it down you press the start button here to pull up the menu and then you go over and click the shutdown button and it will close all the programs and shut the PC down for you. Next one along is a, uh, a padlock symbol and this is called locking the computer. Uh, when you go away from your computer for a while, especially if you're in a business environment, it's very sensible to lock your computer so that nobody can come along and do something and pretend that it was you. Uh, if you do lock the computer it will prevent all input from the keyboard and the mouse and everything like that until you sign in again but when you do sign in again it will restore all of the programs that were currently running and nothing would have changed. The last button is a pop-up menu yours will look a little bit different to this and that gives you options to shut down the computer, to hibernate, to sleep, to lock, to switch users, all sorts of things and uh, you can just play around with them and uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. Now the application quick launch bar, which in this case we've got four icons for, is kind of similar to the desktop in, in some ways because it holds links to common programs. So you'll notice already that there are, there are many places where you've got links to common programs. We've already got the desktop, we've got our favorite programs on the start menu, and we've also got them down here. So why do we need this? Well firstly, the desktop up here may not always be visible. If you've got programs running or possibly multiple programs running the desktop may be completely invisible and you don't want to have to close down all of those programs or minimize them which we'll talk about in just a few minutes in order to get to the shortcut you want. Likewise if you've got a program that's on the start menu somewhere but it's, it's buried deep down in one of these folders and you actually want to use it all the time we can put it on the quick launch bar here and from anywhere with any application open we can just click it. On the very left of the quick launch bar here we've got two icons which are really important. Uh, the first one is called show desktop. Now as I mentioned before it's entirely possible to have loads of windows open which 
cover the desktop entirely. By clicking the show desktop it will minimize all of those or, or hide all of those windows so that you can see the desktop here as, as you're seeing it. The second button is only available with what's called the Aero Glass system of Windows Vista which comes in all versions apart from Windows Vista Home Basic and it's they call it here switch between windows it's also known as Flip 3D which you may have heard of it as and it enables you to graphically cycle through uh, programs and applications that are open so if I open very quickly I'll open Notepad here and I'll open the calendar for example if we click the button here to flick between the windows it'll show all the windows open and we can click on the one that we want and it will bring it to the front alternatively if we click it and we do control tab it will cycle through them and control shift tab will cycle backwards through them and then we can just click on the one we want and it will bring it to the front this moves us on nicely to the taskbar here and you'll notice that I've got two windows open I've got the windows calendar here on front and I've got the notepad item here which I've now just brung to the front and they are both shown in the taskbar here so this the taskbar keeps a record of which applications are open for you now you would have noticed very quickly as I scrolled the mouse over there that another feature of the, the AeroGlass system with Windows Vista is this quick preview system so you can very quickly see what the contents of these windows are in this case not hugely helpful because we've only got two and we can see them very easily but if we've got say 20 applications open and they're all overlapping each other then this quick view system is very helpful to see which window you actually want now where it comes into its own is if you've got multiple windows of the same application so for example if I've got three or four notepad items open so if I put in here notepad 1 and I open up notepad again it will give me a second copy of it and I'll call this notepad 2 and I'll put some more text in so we can easily identify it and I'll open a third copy here and we'll call this notepad 3 put some more text in there and finally a fourth copy because I want to show you something else a feature of the taskbar and I'll put notepad 4 in there so we can see that we've got all of these things open we'll just move them around I'll tell you about moving appli uh, application windows in just a few seconds time so now we can see we've got the desktop completely obscured and we also got quite a few of the notepad items completely obscured but what we can do here by hovering over the windows calendar we can see that that's open and what it looks like behind but also notice here because we've got four notepad items open they don't all fit on the taskbar so what windows vista has done is group them now if we click this little arrow here it will give us a menu of all of the notepad items I've not saved these so they're called untitled at the moment and as I hover over them I get a very quick preview of what's in each one so I can take this one here I can see it's got quite a bit of text in so it's probably the one I want and I can just click it and it will fetch it to the front for me okay so that's a little bit about the the taskbar there and grouping now while we've got these bits and pieces open I'll just very quickly show you some of the standard bits and pieces of a an application window and how you can manipulate it
So we've seen already that you can move the windows around and I've done that by left clicking in the task, uh, the title bar which is this section up here from the icon over the, the left here right the way over to where these buttons are. So if I click somewhere in the middle, click and hold the left button, drag the mouse around, you see the window follows me and as soon as I release the mouse button it puts the window down. So you can move it wherever you want. Likewise we can change the size of the windows by clicking and dragging either one side of the the window. You notice how the arrow is changed to a double headed left right arrow. So I can click on this left hand side of the window, drag the mouse all the way over to the right and release and now my window is a lot skinnier than it is before. This can be done with any side of a window like that. So we can move all sides. There we go. And apart from that we can also make them bigger as well by doing the same in reverse. If we want to move two sides at once, say we want to move the left hand side here and the bottom side, we can actually take the bottom left corner and notice the arrow moves now to a double headed diagonal cursor. So there's the left right, there's the up down and there's the, the middle way just there. Click and drag and it will move the window to resize both of those sides and the same is true for all corners so we can we can drag from up here as well if we wanted to. There we are. So as soon as we are up in the top right hand corner now let's very quickly talk about these buttons. You'll generally see all of these three buttons on all application windows. What they do, the first one here is called the minimize button and what that does is it will, one clicked, it will bring the window down to the taskbar so it's actually hidden from view. It's not closed, it's still there but it's actually just hidden from view. So we do that and it sinks down to the taskbar. We can do it again with this one here sinks down to the taskbar. Notice we've still got our four items open so we can click the one that we were looking at which I think was this one and it will fetch it back up for us. The middle button is actually a dual state button so when the window is like it is here i.e. it only takes up a little part of the screen this is called the maximize button and clicking it will force the window to take up the entire screen available. Note that when the window is in its maximize mode we can no longer resize it. Okay, So what has happened now is this middle button has changed from the single big square that it had indicating maximize to this two smaller squares indicating restore down. If we put click the restore down button it will fetch the window back to exactly the same size as it was before we made it maximized. And finally the button over on the right hand side here is the only one that goes red. Notice the other two flash blue. This one is red and it is closed. If we click that one it will close the window. In this case because we've changed the contents it says do we want to save it. If I say no I don't want to save it it will throw it away. And now we've only got three versions of notepad open. Now, with one of our remaining notepad items, just the last thing we'll talk about in this episode is the menu bar, which you'll see of on many program windows. This is just a, a way of grouping functions together inside of an application. Now, each application's menu bar is different because each application does different functions. So, for example, here in Notepad, if I wanted to enter the date and time, for example, I can go to the Edit menu, just left-click it, it pops up my list here, and I can go down and find Date and Time, click that, and it'll insert the date and time for me. And yes, I know it's early in the morning. So, 
there's lots of different functions on the menu bar and you can just once you've clicked one you can just slide backwards and forwards here and have a look down them all and click them and play with them another thing that you'll see in windows which you can't actually see in the notepad window here so I'll just get rid of that and I'll go back to the calendar is you'll see a toolbar toolbars live generally underneath the menu and notice how this menu now has different options to the one that was in the notepad items but underneath that we have the toolbar and the toolbar is a very quick way of doing common functions inside of a, an application or a program so for example here in the Windows Calendar a common task would be to make a new appointment and rather than going to find that through the menu system as it's there uh, I can from anywhere just click new appointment and it will show me the stuff over here that I need to make a new appointment so that's how Win Windows Vista looks when you start it up, the desktop, the taskbar, the start menu, all of this stuff and a little bit about application windows and stuff like that. So I hope that's helpful. Next time, next episode, we're going to be looking at customising your desktop so that it uh, suits your needs better than maybe the default version does. So I look forward to seeing you then. Enjoy. Thank you for downloading this podcast episode. We hope that it has been useful to you. Should you wish to be notified of new episodes as they are released, we would recommend that you subscribe to this podcast feed through your favourite podcast software. Details on how this can be done can be found in our Introduction to Podcast video located at www.osleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or would like to suggest comments for an upcoming show, please email us at beginnersguide at osleisure.com.au. Osleisure.com.au is not associated in any way with Microsoft Corporation and unless specified to the contrary, Microsoft Corporation does not affiliate itself with, endorse or sponsor this product. Microsoft product screenshots are reprinted with the permission of Microsoft